You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Grant Napier, Sean Salisbury, right here on No Filter Network. Uh, hope that you are having a, a good day. You know, I can't, Sean and I, we, we can't fake this shit. Uh, you know, what's unfolding not too far from where you're at? It's just, it's just so hard to like have, we don't have to do anything. We can talk about whatever we want. But the point is, like, Talking about sports right now just doesn't even seem to, like, why? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you send your child to school, you put them on the bus or you drop them off, and and some wacko goes in with a gun. And, I mean, you know, what the hell is this country coming to? I don't mean to get off on a tangent, but, like, I, I'm disgusted, and I know you are, and I know everyone should be, and yet we're going to come on and talk about sports. It's kind of like, wow, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nor should we talk about politics when it comes to this. It's Hell mental, no. It's mental illness, and people are suffering now because some criminal, meaning some whack job, got access to a gun and went and shot up a school in Uvalde, Texas, and killed a bunch of kids and a, and a school teacher. And it's, I, I, you know, it's to the point. I, I, I don't know how. I mean, I have three older kids and. I would have never fathomed, and I guess it was still at a time because, you know, when Columbine, and, and I'm not, you know, you can't list them all. That's that's the scariest part. You can't list yeah. them all. And I I can't fathom, you, you brought it up about you sending your kids to school. When I was going to school, the worst thing you had to worry about was, well, back then, you know, is, is somebody going to go out in the bed? When you, when you had a problem, you went out, and, you know, you exchanged a few punches or rest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, where everybody in the school you talk yes. about it all day from the morning, and you yes. went out there, and it was kind of a usually just kind of a yeah. grab and hit and miss and yeah. fall to the ground, and you broke yep. up, and then you guys were kind of buddies after that, or yes, it was no big deal, and you, the teacher, you know, the principal called you in and all those things, and and the worst thing that ever happened was back when I was going to school, you could still get a SWAT, right? The principal, yes, SWAT yes, in, yes, and you, and you feared that. I, I can, and your parents wouldn't tolerate, you know, like, it's like, you better not have to go to the principal's office, you know, mm -hmm. and now you send your kids to school and you're not sure just, no. if they, I mean, those, those families in Uvalde, Texas, it's at the end of school. These kids are all planning on their summer vacation. They're I can't even. Having the greatest time of their yeah. life over the summer with their families, all that hard school work. They've already had to go through all this COVID nonsense where they've missed school at time, all, all this, you know what I'm saying? And just, and here we are and. We're talking sports, I mean, and trying to make sense of it. I don't even really know what to say other than I, it's heartbreaking. 
it is heartbreaking for those families. Well, I, I just wanted to bring it up because anyone that's watching, you know, when I post this on my platform and put it on YouTube and people go, God, Grant, what was wrong with Grant and Sean today? You know what? We're people just like I'm sure a lot of people are feeling the exact same way you and I are right now. And, you know, you're you're the realest fucking person I know, man. I mean, you know, there's no fake BS to you at all. I always try to live my life the same way. And so I just wanted to, like, start off by saying, hey, man, we're we're, we're like. I, I'm at a loss for words right now. I mean, I've right before we started this, I was on my phone. I was looking at the latest news reports and um, boy, it's uh, and, and, and you know what the sad thing is? And then we'll move on. This is not the last time we're going to be talking about this. And it could be in your neighborhood. It could be in my neighborhood. Could it be a family that I know? But it doesn't, it doesn't even matter whether we know them or not. It's just that when on earth is this going to stop or is it ever going to stop or is this now unfortunately and i hate to say this sean the new norm in our society like so many other things have become the new norm and it's so fucking sad it really is i mean you know, i'm no mental health expert but when you do that something's not right yeah and, you know whether it's whether it's and like i said i live in a state and you know it's you know when people talk about gun reform and all that we need to be smart Mm -hmm. how we approach it and access to it. I know, unfortunately, bad people get bad things. Yes, they do. And sometimes you, know, you try to you can try to prevent everything if we've done everything possible. But who expects this to happen? I know. And, and I, I can't fathom that we're at a time when we, we, we have to go to school and every day kiss your kids. And you're like, well, is this when's the next one? And you're, you're right. I God forbid. But churches, schools. Yeah. High schools, yep. elementary schools, grocery stores. I mean, the, the places you're supposed to go and feel safe. Yes. You're trying to get dinner for your family. You're trying to get your kid who's there with their best buddies talking about their summer vacations and swimming. And you go to church to worship God, I don't regard, worship God or whatever religion you are. And you got to now, what, what do we got to do? Chain the doors to keep people out and keep people in. It's the way it, it's. And I, I, it's not, I'm, 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 I honestly, it's devastating. Those, they, those aren't my, my kids, but I can tell you what they could be, they, they could be your kids, movie theaters. Yep. We've had it happen yes. in all these places. I, yeah, I, I know I, it, it's devastating, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, what, what do you say to families like that? What, what, what do you say? You know what? You I mean, can't what, say what anything. Say? I mean, what, you we, can't, it, it feels you, like, and I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you, Grant, it feels like, and I, and I, I don't mean this insensitive or, or overly sensitive to anybody. I don't know. I don't even know how to gather words for it. But we used to worry like when my dad went into the military or when you send a kid off that wants to go defend his country, right? Or her yeah. country. That you wonder if they're coming home. School? Church? Grocery yeah. store? Honey, I'm going to the grocery store. I, I, I got to worry if they're returning. Honey, I, I dropped the kids off to school. Can you pick them up? And in between the time, our kids are getting shot in class. I, I, we used to worry, you know, traveling and military and, man, I hope our kids come home. I, I don't get it, man. I, I really don't. I, I don't get it. It's, it's, I, I, I just can't fathom what those fear. You're not supposed to bury your kid or a teacher that's teaching somebody in school at the end of the years are excited about their families and all the fun things they're going to do. And now we can't send them to the grocery store to elementary school 
or high school without them wondering if they're going to come home. But that used to be reserved for war, and we'd hope we'd bring them home. And now you send them to school and church, and we I don't know. know I, I don't even know what to say, man. It's just so baffling to me. I don't get it. I just don't. I did a pod. I did a podcast today, and I started off by saying, you know, coming up on Monday is Memorial Day, where we honor and respect those that have given their lives for this country. And like your dad and my dad, my dad was in the Pacific Theater in World War II. And regardless of what, what war you fought in, but I'm going back now in time, I'm actually, I understand when I say this, I'm, I'm happy that my dad is not alive to see what has happened to this country in, in terms of so many things. I talked about what I really was appalled last week about the vile, vicious attacks on Bronny James and his 16-year-old date going to the prom because a celebrity, the son of LeBron James, took a white girl to the prom and the venom and viciousness and racist hatred that surfaced on social media was disgusting. And I talked about that. Uh, I talked about the issue with Draymond Green and, and Chris Russo. I talked about uh, Nazem Kadri the other night running into Jordan Bennington, the goalie of St. Louis, who is now going to be out for the rest of this series. And Kadri was suspended last year. He's also a Muslim. He is of Lebanese descent. And there was no penalty called on the play. The NHL looked at it and said there would be no fine or suspension. It was basically a legal play. It was an unfortunate play. He received numerous attacks, racist threats, so bad, in fact, that the St. Louis Police Department had to station officers in front of the hotel. And I was talking about this month of May with Memorial Day coming up, and I cited two other examples of how far we as a society have to go there's so much hatred out there. There's so much. I was listening to Dan Dockage today. And do you go on Dan's show? Every week. Okay. Every so I, I like Dan because he's not afraid to say what he feels. He's very opinionated. And he made a great point today. He was talking about what happened in New York with Josh Donaldson and, you know, the, the uh, with Anderson, the White Sox Anderson, yep. shortstop. And he said... Everyone wants to just call someone a racist now in this day and age. It's like, oh, you're a racist. Oh, you're a racist. Oh, you're a racist. And he said, you know, we got to stop that. We, 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 we got to get away from that. And, the, and when you label someone a racist, that stays with you forever. And, you know, there are, there are instances where people should be called racist, and they are racist. But far too often, people are getting attacked where it has nothing to do with racism. And there's so many, there's so many things in our country right now that are just so backwards and so messed up. And so I, I talked about, you know, the era of, we call what the World War II generation, the greatest generation ever, right? And that what Tom Brokaw called it. And it's so true. And I just wonder if, 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 if those heroes that fought for this country and everything that it stood for and stands for could come back in time for 24 hours or a week. What on earth would they think? Seriously, oh, it's awful. Goodness gracious. And, you know, not to get into this is probably 
not even a day to talk about X's and O's. You know what I'm saying? Greg? Right. You're hitting, you're hitting some points that, that, you know, that's a great thing about a no filter podcast is we can pretty much talk about whatever we want. You're and, damn right. We can. And it's important. And, um, I, you know, like for instance, the Josh Donaldson thing, I, I, I one thing and you're right. We can't, I don't know people's, I'm not even, remove Donaldson and Tim Anderson. I'll get to that in a second. Going back to what your point is about how our parents would feel or somebody who's not alive um, anymore to see, um, and I know how I was raised, and I, I obviously, uh, as long as I've known you, I know how you were raised. And right. I, I uh, am, you know, methodical with this approach and just, like I said, I, I'm lost for words because it, my, it keeps going back with Memorial Day, and now we're going to be, every Memorial Day thinking about a bunch of kids that were killed in Uvalde, Texas and, and, and people and, and Memorial Day's right after it's just, a, it's, it's, it's maddening and it's, it's, un, it's, it's unfathomable, but I, the, the, the labels we put on people, it's unfortunate because in, I don't know when somebody says something stupid or doesn't say something stupid, but social media make, or anybody make because they have a bone to pick with somebody turns it yes and one person believes it and the snowball rolls downhill and before you know it somebody out there is in a scramble and it's like what what why do we care and number two is why the vitriol if lebron james wants to take a but what if he falls in love and, and they marry each other or, or, or meaning and they want to have children and have a great life does, does, this, does the color of that young lady's skin or his matter Great, doesn't it matter how you treat each other? Listen, there's plenty of relationships that are same, same, same race marriage that are horrible, yeah, they're abusive and horrible right. and awful. And you say, Good gracious, separate them. I, I just don't, I, I'm still, Grant, I can't, it's not, I can't fathom when you see that instead of man, he looked handsome, she looked beautiful. Yeah. It's you know, we, we always talk about Bronny and his hoops game. See a different yep. side of him dressed up, looking sharp. Yeah. Getting ready to go to a prom. Supposed to be. We say homecoming dance prom in high school. It's like the first, or, you know, if, if it's your first prom, it's like, it's supposed to be special. And they now they got to go to a prom and they come home and they flip on Twitter to share pictures. And all of a sudden there's people talking about the, the race and the horrible things he'd say to him and to her. I, it's I, awful. I just don't get it. And so guess what? They may have had a great time, but now the prom in their mind when 25 years from now, you know what they're going to say? Let the, yeah. If they get married, if they just stay yeah. friends, if they date and, and they're, they're just buddy, because I'm going to tell you what, this will tie them together because it's a, yes. they're having to deal with together, even at a young age, which they should never, no never. What age, never at that age have to deal with this. But, but imagine you go on and 25 years later, you have kids and it's their first prom and the, the memory that this young lady and, and, and Awful. Ronnie Havers, that, that their prom was this, that people are this hateful. And so I, I just don't get it. I, I don't. And when you talk about the Donaldson and Tim Anderson thing, listen, we weren't there. It offended Tim Anderson. And yep. whether you think that I, I don't know, listen, I'm not going to label Josh Donaldson a racist because I don't know. Right. It was a stupid comment. It was mm -hmm. dumb. And I Yankee, it has nothing to do with the teams we root for. I understand. At times, you got to think of all the things you could say. Listen, you can motherfuck me all you want. Mm -hmm. You come around the bases. 
call, talk about me, cuss me out all you want. And I, I've never been in the shoes of Tim Anderson because I'm not an African-American. I'm not a, a black man. Right. But <clears throat> you can say what you want. Of all the things you could say that were like just like you and I cussing each other out or you, buddy, you know, you're in a fight. Or, you know, and if in the way Josh explained it, of, oh, I was joking. But, but this was not in a joking matter where you're sitting, you got an inside joke right. with your buddy from 10 years that you guys have been best friends forever. And he calls himself, you know, because he, because he want the enthusiasm of the way Jackie Robinson went with it. I know Tim Anderson meant it affectionate because who doesn't love Jackie Robinson? And you don't have to right. be black to love Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson changed baseball. Yes, for, he did. For whites and blacks alike because how it's perceived. And what he did, happened to leave a ballpark after stealing three bases and getting four hits and wondering if he's going to get killed in the right. street leaving a stadium. Right. So there is, there is no bigger impact on baseball history than number 42, Jackie Robinson. And I get why guys would say, man, that – and. I, I'm quite sure that Tim Anderson is reverent in, in, in his approach to how he feels about Jackie Robinson. Sure. Now, listen, we know Josh Donaldson's an agitator. Yeah. He's the hockey agitator. He just is. Now, but my thing is, I'll never look back and say, yeah, he's got that. That's it, 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 now maybe a character flaw. I don't know, but I'm not going to look at him and say in every part of his life he's racist because he has black teammates as well that he's going to have to answer to if he is. Correct. The Yankees, you know what I mean? Or anywhere else. Yeah. I still can't fathom that. I just, when you're running the bases, think, okay, I'm going to get in an argument with a guy that we're not, we're not, we're not tight. What would make you think that of all the things like cussing him out without crossing the race line, why would you think that using that wasn't going to be taken? You know, I, 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 like I said, I'm not going to label him a racist. It was a stupid comment that opens up a can of worms for people to do that. There is yep. no question that, I mean, you could have you could, you could have motherfucked him and said, you know, I can't stand you. I can't wait. If you want to meet in the parking lot, we'll fight it out. But the things you say and the, the perception people, you open up the can of worms for people to assume that. And now you got to go and deal with your teammates. you got to deal with the media. And Tim Anderson, I get why. I mean, how else would you take it if, if you're Tim Anderson other than – and we're in a we're – I, I don't know if it was hostile, but a heated environment, not sitting next to each other having a beer. Of course Tim Anderson's going to be – offended and anybody else that hears that. I don't blame him, and the White Sox should defend him. And I'm sure Yankee players are going to rally around Josh, but he'll have some explaining to do. I just don't know what would make somebody think that, you know, this is a good time to say this. Why don't I just say this to Tim Anderson yeah. out loud? It's just stupid. It's dumb. So then, then it makes you question, well, does he really feel that, or was he really just like, well, you call yourself that. And you know what? Even if I call myself – a, a, a cool motherfucker doesn't mean you get to call me that, right? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Sure. Life, so I, I just sometimes people make dumb, do stupid things, but it's still on either side doesn't lay doesn't label that person unless unless it's a continuous and you say, man, there's this guy's it's it's obvious to everybody, white and black alike, or any other race. But you open up a can of worms, and we don't need to get off on that. This whole thing's about the sensitivity and what our parents would, would, would think now or our dads, you know, we're in the military. So uh, Tim Anderson had a right to defend himself. And Josh Thompson, uh, probably not the wisest thing to say to an African-American. Yeah. Talking about, uh, and, and don't ever, in my opinion, if there's a name you never want to ever, ever, ever want to make controversial. He went through enough controversy himself. That name should be revered. And any time it yeah. comes out of your mouth when it comes to Jackie Robinson. My dad, Grant, just real quick. Died in 2007 as my hero. My Same with my dad, 2007.
2007. 2007, July of 2007. And do you know, we're 2022, and there was awful things going on, but in just the, the from seven to, to now, that'll be what, Grant, 15 years in July? Yeah. May, yep. That if my dad knew all this was going on, I, I, I don't know, my dad, he'd be mortified. I'm, talking, I'm not just talking, I'm talking about the politics, the hate, the social media. My dad wouldn't mm -hmm. have known how to go on social media. I mean, flip phone guy, right? But the, the yeah. hate, the shootings, the, the, the way we treat, I mean, the, all these things that have to go through. My dad, it, it's probably a world that somebody who's been here and then goes and was able to come back, you know, in that situation. Or if you went away and, and, and kept yourself, you know, like in a movie, living in the mountains. And you didn't you didn't turn on a TV or radio, and then came back to society five years later. You'd be like, "This is not this isn't what I left." Right? Maybe it would be, but in two, even in two thousand seven, it was not this heinous, and it's awful. And to the folks in Uvalde, Texas, and their families, they, they well, this month will never be the same for them. Let alone the no. rest of their life losing kids. You're not supposed to bury children. You're just, I, you're just not as a parent. I lost my dad November 2nd, 2007. And if he were here right now and was sitting on a chair watching the news, he'd have tears in his eyes. He would be emotional. And, um, you know, again, that, uh, just the fact that we're going to be talking about this and it could be us, you know, I, 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 I mean, could be anyone. It's just, it's, it's, I guess it's a sad realization that it is now in the United States of America become part of our lives. It's, and I'm not, they've, they've woven you know, it into the fabric. That's like correct. It's, like correct. it's just everyday conversation. This correct. should never be acceptable and should never be, oh, by the this should never be that conversation ever. Yeah. This yeah. should always, I mean, it should be devastating. It, it can't be just, we forget about it tomorrow. We, we can't mm -hmm. do that. I mean, we see that enough in a lot of ways. I, I don't have an answer for how to fix it, Grant. Yeah. The only ever answer I have is that, be kind because adversity and bad things that happen if they strike you and you get knocked, you get knocked down. If something like that happens in your family, it'll humble you or hurt you or make you angry or whatever it, whatever emotion it, 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 that rears its head. Listen, we're not talking about in, in some place that we've never heard of or been. And so that doesn't seem that can't happen here. Well, that's happened in a lot of different ways now, not only from shootings, but from the way we're treating people, politics, the way, Military, yep. our, 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 our communities, the, the, everything that we do from everything. I'll bet you people didn't think they'd ever see $6 gas prices again. I'm not saying gas is important as this fan. I'm, I, don't, I don't mean that. No, I understand what your point I'm is. I'm talking about all yep. the layers of, yep. of everything. You look around and say, where do I find my solace and in, 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 in some peace of mind? And now these poor families in Uvalde, Texas, I don't know. Wow. Wherever the, how, how do you ever find peace of mind there? You don't. I don't know how you do. Yeah, I don't. You I don't. don't know how, I don't know how you ever come and say, "Oh, okay, this is somebody." You know, this 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 isn't supposed to happen. You you, you can't talk yourself in. You pray and you whoever whatever God you pray to, or if if, if whatever it is you do that allows you to cope. I, I don't know what that is for everybody. I know what it would be for me. It's like losing a parent. My mom and dad lost a child in between me and my older brother. At a young age. And no matter when my mom and dad talked about it, they always had tears years and years later. Now mm. they're both passed away. So, but, but it's, it, 
And when people tell you when you lose a, a parent, it's like, well, it's it's 15 years from now, it's still going to, on the birthday or on the, on the anniversary of their death, or when you think about them, it's still going to hurt. While it, does, it doesn't ever go away, time, and, and, and it never heals fully. I'm not fully healed from losing my father. I lost my mother a year ago. It'll be a year in July as well. I'm not healed from that. But they lived a good life. And, and right. I wish they lived till they were 105. These kids and these, these families had their lives stripped from them or their, their, their peace of mind or their, their whatever it is you want to call it, innocence for the kids and for the adults thinking the parents, they didn't wake up thinking this was going to happen ever. And we never do. And sadly enough, this has happened enough times to where it's become way too commonplace in America. It really has. You know, with Memorial Day coming up on Monday, your dad fought in World War II, correct? No, he, he, oh. he, he because no, he my dad because he at the time right in between. Oh, okay. He, 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 how old's your father? My dad passed away at eighty-two. He was born in twenty-six. My so dad my dad was in the forties, and, and okay, and, and he was just in between. He was eighty-second Airborne, prepared okay. to do whatever. My dad was eighty-second Airborne in the Army. But my dad died at 67, so I'm, he was a little okay. younger. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right in between. Uh, the reason why I bring that up, you know, we, we talk about Memorial Day. I think I've shared the story with you. My dad was at the Polo Grounds on December 7th, 1941. Right. It was the New York Giants playing the Brooklyn Dodgers. People go, right. Brooklyn Dodgers? Yeah, they played football too. And, you know, my dad was there as a 15-year-old boy at the Polo Grounds and three years later was in World War II. And it's, you know... Never talked about the war uh, other than he was the only survivor in his unit as he was on, on a naval ship off of Okinawa. And he was the only one of his group, of his unit, did not get off the ship because they made him a signal man. So he stayed on the ship. And that's the only thing he ever taught. I never did not talk about it. Didn't wasn't anything that he would bring up in conversation when we were out with other people. It was almost like that's out of bounds. I'm not talking about the war and what we experienced. And, you know, just not to get off on a tangent here, but I really hope that people this weekend just take a moment or a couple of moments to really understand the significance of Memorial Day and how many men and women that we have lost because they did go fight for our country when they did not have to. My dad, the one thing that was interesting, my aunt told me that everyone, everyone, after December 7th, 1941, everyone did something to help out the troops, regardless of what it was, whether it was in a factory, whether it was whatever the case it was, didn't matter what you were doing. What you were doing was secondary to winning the war and taking care of the troops. Right. And that, so my aunt did talk about what that period of time was like. And I was just thinking the galvanization of our country, the patriotism, everyone working towards one goal and one goal only with great pride and great honor. And we just lost that in, in so many ways in this country. And I, I, I really believe social media is a big culprit of this because I don't think social media is really the real world. I think it's the, it, you know, and yet we, and I'm guilty of this. I put too much emphasis on what I see on social media, where I just need to ignore a lot of the things that I see and just go, you know what? 
That's not the real world. Because I got to tell you, Sean, when I go out and meet people, those aren't the people that I'm meeting. That's not the real world. And yet, where do these people come from on social media that say these hatred, venomous, awful things? Because I don't see them when I'm at the grocery store. I don't see them when I go to a restaurant. I don't see them when I'm at the gym. I don't see that when I'm going out for a walk and just casually start talking with somebody. That's the, Those aren't the people. The people that I'm reading and seeing on social media, those aren't the people I'm meeting when I walk outside. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it odd? That yeah. I, I can never remember being on social media or somebody that like said something heinous to me or, you know, awful. Yep. And then that same person in the community coming up to me in a restaurant and saying the same thing. I, you're, you're never. Exactly right. I, I, usually people, and if they disagree with you, they'll still have a, you know, put yes. their arm around. Those are the people uh-huh. I run into. And I, I'm with you. This isn't a, I confess it's somebody else's fault. Any of us that are on there, I'll speak to most of us. I actually admire the people who are constantly positive, which I've, I've changed my shifted my paradigms. I sure try to be, but we all get caught up and somebody will say something and it could, it, I, I don't usually look at followers. All oh, the guy has 10,000. So he's more important than the 300 follower. That, that to me, I actually think that's derogatory because somebody may only have 250 followers. They may be, I mean, there's somebody's daughter. So they're important. So it's not like, oh, I can only go after or I can only agree with somebody who's got a blue check marker, has got 50,000 followers, that they're more significant. That's bullshit. But you're exactly right on the other side. It's like, why am I lending credence to somebody who says something that's so false and so wrong about a friend or yeah. about me or about somebody else? And I admire those that say, well, I admire guys like Charles Barkley, who's very, who he just won't go on. I, right. I do. And because now you get to the point, like, you feel like, am I missing all kinds of news yet? So much of the stuff that's said on there is so awful. Yet then there's some good parts of it. You say, man, I learned a lot. That person sure is uplifting. It sure is motivational. I was able to find a good story that I knew. There's so many things to like, but you're right. I'm not running into the awful person. And if they were somebody who said something rude, they sure shift when they see you in person. But for the most part, I don't think social media is a true representative. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, I don't maybe think I'm, so. Maybe I'm living in rose-colored glasses. But the society I walk to, now you'll see people that are, now one thing I do notice in society is we've lost the ability to say please and thank you. And, and, and when somebody yep. opens a door for you, they just walk through or they bump into you in an aisle in the grocery store and they don't give a shit. That happens too. Yep. But I think those are the outliers. I don't think that's the norm. I think most people I agree. want to be, ha- I want to be happy. But I think what social media and the way things have changed, Grant, what it's done to us, it's jaded us and make us want to be more reactionary. Like, how dare this person screw you that instead of being patient and saying, oh, no problem, man, I understand you have. And then looking at somebody maybe having a rough day, our first thought is that that person's just an asshole. That, and we're all guilty of it. And you're right. Mm-hmm. And lending too much credence to, you know what the problem is? It's kind of like wins and losses for coaches and players. We get over the wins too easy. Mm-hmm. And we we suffer the losses long on social media. We get over the good stuff and you just kind of blow. Thanks. Yeah. Thumbs up. But the bad stuff, it's like, what'd you just say to me? It's right. like we, we want to fight. And the truth is, it serves no purpose to do that. But we're all guilty of it. And social media has given us social media has given us in, 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 in many ways. Most of them are good. But in many ways, a false sense of what people wake up to every day and how they feel, I believe. I don't want. I don't want to buy into that the world's that horseshit. But when you see stuff like today, don't go on social media because it'll be gut wrenching. It'll be hurtful. It'll it be will hurt. be. It'll, it'll. At some point in time, people will turn a tragedy into yep. fighting about 
when you're going to yep. vote and what you're going to do instead yep. of the sensitivity you should have for people that are that are yep. going to suffer and bury a bunch of children. Mm -hmm. You're going to turn it into November and this and vote for this. And so wrong. Diet. Right, right. Can, 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 we let, can we let the morning happen before you get back into your political fight? Yeah. Okay, can, can, can we yep. please just do that? But it's, it's people just can't resist the, the, the ability to be an asshole at times. They just can't. Absolutely. And I, I won't turn the news on tonight for that very reason, because well, I know I that's going to be. I don't, I don't want. It's gut wrenching enough. It is. I mean, I, I can't even fathom what those families are going can't. through when they, when somebody, no. because the panic of, was my kid one of them? Didn't sure, you know of course. I mean? I, I, what, what a horrifying feeling. Horrifying. The worst. Um, listen, I think we'll wrap it up. I don't, you know, there's no, I, I, I know I'm speaking for you. I really don't want to talk about sports. Um, I wouldn't we'll, have a whole lot of passion talking about it right now. No, anyway. I mean, neither. I would want to blow over it and try to say, you know, then you said to yourself, well, what can you do? How can you help? And I know there'll be some way that people, whether it's raising money for a family or a donate a scholarship, yeah. what can you do? It's like when, when a, a, a natural disaster hits, you know, how can you help the families that are homeless? Or I, I, I like I said, it's, I guess all you can do is hug the, the families. If you know them, yeah. just hug them and hope. But yeah, I, I got, I got no interest much in sports right now today. Nope. We'll I don't either. At it again, but even when we get back at it, there's got to be the sense of, how devastating it must be to walk in, to, in those folks' shoes today. How, yeah. how awful. Awful. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. You be safe out there. And yep, uh, you too. Prayers, prayers and, and good thoughts for those families, even though right now they, they, they probably don't want to hear it, but they sure need it. Tough for them. They I sure do. You. You did a great appreciate job. Appreciate you, you too. Great job of getting us to a place so we can show some humility and reverence for those that yep. are going to suffer for a long time. Thanks, man. Uh, thank you, buddy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.